You're listening to Cruise Control with Randy Cruz. This is the voice of the New World Order. N-W-O. Brian H. Waters, my man, how you doing? I'm good, man. Appreciate you having me. No problem, man. This is your, your debut time on the show. Before we go any further, you are on all social media platforms at Brian H. Waters. You are a podcast producer for the Wrestling Realm and Ringo Wrestling. Uh, Wednesday Worldwide, catch up on the Ringer every Wednesday on the Ringer feed. Um, so I got you on two out of three falls today because we are in the, on the, the path to WrestleMania 39 up in uh, L.A. Are you going to WrestleMania? Yes or no? I'll be there. Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, it be my fourth one. Fourth one ever? Yeah, fourth one ever, second one working. So out of 39 WrestleManias, you've been to four. Uh-huh. Out of 39, I, I was at 29 in Jersey, 30, mm. 35 in Jersey. I went to 34 in New Orleans. And I mm. think that's it. So I've been to three WrestleManias. In my, and then I live in New York. It's been two or three in New York. I've never been to one of them at all. Oh, wow. So I was supposed to go. So 28 was my first. Mm. Went there. It was like the greatest thing ever. In Florida. So it was like, all right, yeah, I'm definitely going to be at 29. I'm, it's, I'm in Baltimore. It's right up the street. Right. Because the tickets. So I paid like $160 for like section 113 or something. Right. Now, mind you, this is 2012. Then the next year, it was like almost double. And I'm like, nah, I ain't going. I, I missed the cutoff window to get the cheaper seats. Yeah. And then looking at it, I said, I should have just went and sat in the nosebleeds. Because mm-hmm. I ended up doing that for WrestleMania um, for WrestleMania 33, because that was like my cheap WrestleMania. It's like, all right, I can make it work. <laughs> I, <laughs> if I knew what I knew now, I would have went to WrestleMania 30, um, mm. chose to get married. Now, congrats, congrats on that. More important than WrestleMania 30. More important than that. No, no, because <laughs> it didn't last. <laughs> so, and I know what I knew now, I because I'm you know divorced, so I would have oh, with the WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Oh, trust me, it's the best. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm very open about it. It's the best. I'm in a better place. Mm-hmm. So, I went to WrestleMania, um, same with 35. Now, 35, I didn't go because. Uh, the ex had just lost her job uh-huh. and it was either I could have went had I known what I knew that the unemployment wouldn't have been stopped I would have went mm-hmm. but you know it didn't happen so I ended up going to um you know but I had a great time for 35 watched it with all my family and I had that Kofi Mania Kofi Mania moment with my dad my kids my uncle and my friends it was priceless nice. so uh but 38 was the first one that I went for work and it was amazing. So nice. I'm excited about this. Yeah, listen, man, now you get to uh, 39. Again, we're in this two-night realm of, of WrestleMania. You're going to L.A. so far. It's going to be crazy. Um, mm-hmm. I do. I, I might as well start there. Uh, so I think it was yesterday that a uh, report, rumor, whatever it is, that Triple H is um, trying to simmer down the cards for WrestleMania. That could be this year, maybe going forward. Now he's in charge. Um, yeah, and again, two nights. I get it. You're trying to fit everybody on WrestleMania, give them their big time moment. Um, because as opposed to having 18 matches on one night, people are going to get fucking tired and drawn out. Um, okay. but now him saying, I want to simmer down the card, does that put the two night rest in your mind, the two night WrestleManias in jeopardy going forward? Are you a fan of one night WrestleManias or are you a fan of two night WrestleManias? So I'll say this. <clears throat> 
last year, go so being at home, the two night WrestleManias was fun, right? For me, it was sitting there with the kids two nights that was just going to be, you know, us watching WrestleMania. So that was fun. Uh, Two nights of content after the show, you know, doing post shows. Last year, it was, at first I thought it was going to be exhausting. It was the thought process that Sunday morning getting up like, oh, I got to get an Uber and do this all over again. But once you're there, it was fine. Right. You know, and and it's much better from, you know, from a long-term standpoint as opposed to watching it, um, trying to watch it, and it's going um, forever. Especially, you know, 35. I feel like the women didn't get their justice because Kofi Mania sucked the crowd out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was rightfully so main event in that show. I thought they should have main evented the show. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately for them, you know, the crowd was tired. So yeah. I like the two nights. I like the idea of a shorter card. Right. You know, if you make both, because really it's still three and a half, close to four hours. Mm-hmm. So if you make two nights of three hours or two, two and a half hour nights, mm-hmm. I think that's fine. Right. So I would say with Triple H, the fact that he's now in charge, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's kind of reversing everything Vince was doing the latter part of, of his time in control. Now, that could be in jeopardy of WrestleMania being two nights. Again, Hunter is old school. Hunter is nostalgia. He's, you know, he's from that crop of 80s and 90s. So he might be he's more of a traditionalist than the, the current crop of fans and media nowadays. So if they go back to a one night WrestleMania, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing, thing is, you, you you just can't fit everybody on the card because now it's like, all right, what's the what's the purpose? What's the story? What's the reason why I have this match going on? Because now you just don't want to have a lot of a lot of filler for right. WrestleMania. And don't get me wrong, we've had a bunch of fillers at previous previous WrestleManias. But I think his his thinking is like, if 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 it doesn't make sense to put you on the card respectfully then i gotta keep this at an eight nine ten match card and not like 15 16 over two nights mm-hmm. nah and you know because like i was in orlando for mm-hmm. 33 and that one felt like that feels like it might not have been but for me personally that felt like the longest one you know i remember leaving there 12 30 and we were wasn't as drained as say like 35 like 35 i remember being drained and then yeah. I recorded a post show with my boys and the uh, application crashed. So the post show never could air. So that was <laughs> frustrating. But yeah, I think that, um, you know, I'm a fan of it. And I'm a oh, fan boy. of the one night, but oh, also night. I, 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 either way, just like you said, keep it to the point. You got to earn your way to the WrestleMania card. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think that'll be interesting too. But then also, I also get it. It's the sponsors, it's partners, it's, it's TV stuff. It's like you want to get that experience. But if they keep it two nights, I'm, I'm not. I'm not mad about it. But if they go back to one night. I'm not. I'm not shocked because that's just that's the way Hunter is, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, also, making the waves. The fact that I saw Mark Henry say he would, if he was in charge of AEW, he would bring back CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the story, but the whole thing back in September, the fallout. We haven't seen CM Punk on wrestling TV since then. Um, it, again, it depends on what what age you are. Are you or the old school mind that you know what he did was right because of 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 what he was talking about, or the 
the way he did it was wrong because you just don't do that in front of a live mic in front of everybody. So CM Punk might have had a point in what he was talking about by people backstage and they're just young and they don't really get it. And they're not accepting the help from the from the veterans, but just kind of keep it between closed doors. Now with Mark Henry saying he would bring him back, I mean, I, I would bring him back too because it's been different without CM Punk there. Um, yeah. It just, they kind of lost some momentum recently and my thing is do you agree with mark henry that if you were if you had the pen in AEW, you would consider bringing cm punk back i would and see it's professional wrestling you know what you're supposed yeah. to do it's all about the money so you 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 squash it and then say let's make let's make money out of this angle exactly at this point you how many angles have started from real life problems i mean rock and john cena and look how much money they made from not only two wrestle well three wrestlemanias but also dvds merch so yeah, yeah rock I, and cena you had brett and sean you had yeah. Edge and matt hardy is, is a whole lot of people and, and and you know mark henry he's from the vince mcmahon school so of course he's gonna say that and i i don't blame him i agree i would definitely you know because they could use the cm punk cm punk yeah. was the dollars and cents if you want to blame anybody and the real Dwayne allen said this on the wrestling realm you blame adam page because when adam page cut that promo essentially turning the fans against CM Punk, he turned the fans against the money. And you don't mess up the money, the person who brings the house, regardless of what. CM Punk came and made his debut on Rampage, and it did numbers. Because even though, as Tony Khan called it, the best, worst kept secret, people tuned in. I remember watching it, and then I watched it live, and then I watched it again. And again, because that's how great that moment was. Mm -hmm. Now, as a fan watching... Mm-hmm. Let's, let's keep it let, let's keep it a buck now when cm punk comes back you know it was the biggest surprise that we've had in in in, in a long time like we yep you, you thought you'd never see cm punk back in the ring and now you finally got your opportunity as time goes on he's there he's a champion he's fighting everybody from his his aew stint let's mm-hmm. say this is this is stint number one he, and he comes back were you overwhelmed were you underwhelmed with how they they put him out there like did you feel like he he could have done more like did you feel like they had cm punk the lightning in the bottle but they just didn't capitalize it enough i think that might be it but i also think maybe cm punk just couldn't couldn't do what he did in 2011 2012 sometimes it's hard to recapture that magic you can get that spark you know but that's like asking like Ric Flair to come back in WWF and be the nature boy that he was in 89 and 90. You know what I mean? Even Sting. Like, we'd love to see the legends come back, but it's hard to recapture that momentum that we saw the first time we saw them in that light. And, like, Brian Danielson is my favorite wrestler of all time. And even he's not really? moving. Mm-hmm. And I never thought anybody would pass Hogan Brett or Brett Hogan. But he did it in 2015. I mean, 14, and it's like that connection, right? But even he's not, like, moving the needle. So I think it's bigger problems, but I do think if CM Punk, yeah, you're going to get that ratings boost. It's how they do it. If they carry out the story, I think it could be fine. And and to my point, too, when you see guys come from the WWE going Mm -hmm. to AEW, you get that that one night, that first week, it's the pop. It's, oh, wow, social media going crazy. And that's for the, the Daniel Bryans. That's for the CM Punks. That's for, you know, God knows whoever else popped up in there. And then it's like, after a while, it's like, all right, 
you know, what are we doing? It just everybody is is stagnant the uh, the same. Do yeah. you feel like that when it comes to AEW? Uh, people who go from McMahon and Hunter going to AEW. It's the same formula, man. You come in, you get that that initial boost. He's here, she's here. Then you feud with Jericho, you feud with somebody, and then you fade away. Like yeah. Ruby Soho is just getting back in the mix of things. Soraya, it was cool, but now it's like, uh, she's just there. Mm-hmm. Mercedes Martinez, uh, Ember, well, Athena, Buddy Matthews. Um, Malachi Black, yeah, unfortunately, Adam Page, Keith Lee, Ru- Rusev, like, this is just a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Well, Christian Cage, you know, you yeah, know. Cage, yeah, it, that's another thing, too. The names, you know, in WWE, it's the reason why nobody has like the same last name. You got a Christian Cage, you got a uh, Adam Page, a Dallas Page, a Brian Cage. Like, where's the balance, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, Speaking of people who 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 leaves or who left, uh, Sasha Banks left a few months ago. Mm-hmm. She's doing a thing, Mercedes Monet. I, I gotta Monet. get used to it. I gotta. Get I know, used to right? It. <laughs> and, and listen, that's that's a tough part that they. I'm we're accustomed to a, a a person's character in one company, and when they go to a different company, it's their real name. It's this. It's a different name. Like, uh, it's like all right, Razor and Diesel, perfect. Mm-hmm. Now you Scott Hall, Kevin Nash. Like, no. Oh, that's their real names? Oh, God. Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. Uh, it don't sound like as cool as Razor Ramon and Diesel. Yeah. So now, like a Sasha Banks sounds fucking perfect, but now you go to Mercedes Monet, it, 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 it's a tough adjustment for all mm-hmm. fans. But um, I didn't think she would leave, but fuck it. She left and she's doing her own thing. And uh, how were you surprised she left? And uh, what do you make of her doing a thing in New Japan? I feel like um, this is an opportunity for her to just live her dream, you know, to go out and be able to do a lot of cool things, to be able to showcase her talent, but also wrestle where she wants to wrestle, wrestle all over the world. I think she'll be back. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of hers. And like, I listened to Bailey on Ariel Hawani's show, and he even said, like, she told him that, you know, Sasha knows where her heart is, and I'm her heart. So, yeah. She'll be back, but it's really cool to see her go out, live her dreams. I think she'll put women's wrestling on the map and um in other places. And, you know, hopefully we just get exposed to more talents all over the world. Mm-hmm. Before we uh move on to WrestleMania 39, uh, mm-hmm. on Raw, we got new women's tag team champions. Mm-hmm. That is uh, Lita and Becky Lynch. They defeated Damage Control. And it, it sparks up questions like, all right, what's going to happen at WrestleMania? Yeah. Uh, we might see Ronda and, and Shayna Baszler team up to maybe challenge Becky Lynch and Lita at uh, at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And it always it always begs the question, will we ever get a Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey match one-on-one at WrestleMania? We, it was supposed to be that way to a degree. And Charlotte got added at 35. And we just never, you know, got that. Becky got pregnant. And then Ronda got pregnant, had kids. So now it's like, all right, when are we going to get this match? I, and especially in, in in L.A., you thought maybe fantasy booking a year ago, L.A., WrestleMania, I'm book, I'm putting Becky and Ronda for a one-on-one for the title, no matter. Um, could that still be the case somehow, some way for this year's WrestleMania? Do you feel like they still go with tag match? Or will we ever get a Ronda-Becky match at one-on-one, uh, one-on-one at a WrestleMania? 
Um, honestly, it might not be a WrestleMania match. It might be more of a SummerSlam or a Money in the Bank or something. Um, wow. It, it's, I think the, the, I just feel like the momentum has left. Mm-hmm. If any time, if he was going to redo it, it would have been after the year. It would have been last year's WrestleMania. If you think about all the trash talking that happened after Survivor Series, yeah. where Charlotte was essentially the third woman out as Becky and Ronda was still taking shots at each other. And she said she felt like she was the only person in the room. And Sasha, Charlotte, and Becky had their feud at Survivor Series. I think if you went there, but obviously, you know, Bianca was on such a high and had so much momentum. So she was penciled in. She had to get her redemption. Uh, so I think they may have missed the moment right there mm-hmm. to have a one-on-one match. Or you could do something where it is a tag match and you build it to the one-on-one match next year and listen and 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 i agree because if you look at it that was four years ago Mm -hmm. time flies becky has been a a heel a face and all reiterations of a character so many times ronda the same thing and to kind of recreate that magic because that magic was generic that was organic um at that time so it's like you get the man Becky Lynch, who was fucking white hot at one point, and Ronda yep. was the world champion. And it's like to do that now, or like even WrestleMania 45 years later, it's like, yeah, it'll happen, but it's it, it just five, four or five years too late. Now, do they still go the tag team title route? Maybe. I mean, it could be cool if, if it's Shayna and Ronda against Lita and, and, and Becky. That's a cool tag match, but I think the one match people still would want to see is Becky. And um and Ronda, which leads to my my next question, because I've seen people on social media, fans, media, whatever, saying that, um, or even the people in the company say that they don't want to rely on the legends too much mm-hmm. when it comes to a mania. Every time there's a mania involved, oh, we got to go get Rock, we we got to get Stone Cold, we got to get John Cena, we got to get Undertaker, whoever. Are you? I'm still cool with seeing legends there. I think it just depends on what their role is. If they can, you know, if they can even move or be mobile. If you talk about a match, I don't know. But are you? I assume we're in, we're in the same age bracket. Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of having legends involved, or do you feel like that time has to go has to be pushed to the side and let the current roster take over the cards? I'm definitely a fan of legends. I understand, you know, what they bring to the table, and that's money. When you have people who you can bring money let's not act like if during the attitude era if some of the legends was available let's act not act like let's not act like they wouldn't have been there right you would have had your brats you would have had your hogans in one way shape or form we because we got it at the end of if you want to call right the tail end when there was that opportunity what did we get rock versus hogan you know what i mean so and if bret hart had been healthy we would have got bret hart versus kurt angle so I'm definitely a fan of bringing the legends. I don't think they always need to be in the main event scene and dominate, but I like them in these roles because it's what we help lure our friends who used to watch wrestling in, right? Mm-hmm. Hey man, come to this WrestleMania party. Stone Cold going to be there. Come to, you know, come to watch wrestling with me. Yeah, and then it will draw the ratings. You know, people love a familiar face. Brands love a familiar face. So, the same people, we're going to be doing this 20 uh, 15 10, 10 15 years from now. They're going to be bringing in Charlotte Flair. They're going to be bringing in Sasha Banks when Roxanne is wrestling in the main event for <laughs> WrestleMania. Right. 
You mentioned Brett and, and, and Kurt Angle. So mm-hmm. my question, me and my boy Grant from Bleacher Report, we just had a show two weeks ago, and we started throwing out some matches that, you know, fantasy could have happened, should have happened, wondered why it never did. So we, I mentioned, you know, Rock and Shawn Michaels has never happened. Yeah. They've had their own personal. Yeah, Chad Frost. You watch Young Rock? No, I, I don't. Oh, man, it's so good. It, it, it is? Sorry, here's the thing. If you like just comedy television, it's a great show. Okay. If you're looking for it to tell you an accurate depiction of every single thing to a T, it's not the show for you. But if you're looking mm-hmm. for, you know, kind of a jazzed up version of what happened and inside the life of the rock story, you know, yeah. it's fun to watch, especially because we grew up watching this. So when you see um, somebody portraying um, Macho Man or um yeah, Hogan or Andre. It's fun to watch. It's, it's, it's you know, some ladies say it's a cute show. Mm-hmm. As I enjoy it. And, you know, they did this gimmick where they had this guy, Chad Frost, on there, who's a black guy. And everybody's like, wait a minute. When did The Rock have another black guy that was essentially hating on him, telling him Vince wasn't ready, Vince, that he wasn't ready? And every, the internet started piecing up. Oh, that's a substitute for Shawn Michaels. So they called Chad Frost. That was the guy's wow. name. Because <laughs> you see the dynamic of like the Rock and Triple H. Like, um, I just finished reading Brian Garrett's book. Well, doing the audio book, and he talked about when the remember when the Rock said tonight, uh, I am yeah. the game. So he fed the Rock that line. So on the show, they do it sooner during the whole Intercontinental Championship beef leading into SummerSlam. But we all know that was actually when Triple H was already WWE champion. So it's little stuff like that. But overall, it's a great show. And so, but yeah, you know, in, in, in that case, we saw him like kind of substitute somebody who was, we suspect was Shawn Michaels based on the issues right. we heard of them. Cause Graham also mentioned the fact that we never got a stone cold Hogan match. Mm-hmm. Uh, our fantasy would have been stone cold and John Cena. Yeah. But you mentioned Brett and Kurt Angle. Mm-hmm. Um, like yeah. you mentioned, if you get Kurt Angle 2000, Oh, one on two, Kurt, against like the 94, 93 yep. Brett. Is that is that a match that for you, you wished, ma'am, I wish I would have seen Brett, Kurt Angle, both in their prime, both healthy. Or is there one more match out there that you you feel like, man, I, we as, as a fan, I wish mm. I would have seen that live. So it's definitely that one. There's also uh, Brian Danielson, Dynamite Kid. Okay. And Brian Danielson and Kurt Angle. Okay. Um, man, I mean, so many. Obviously, you know, Stone Cold Goldberg. Mm. I give you one that I would have loved to see if we if it could have ever been executed, just for the aesthetics and the buildup. Big Show and Andre the Giant. And you remember when he first got there, they build him. And when he first became the giant, they build him as the son of Andre. Yeah. And I remember my grandmother, she was like, mm, well, he's cuter than his father. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, it, was just, it just made me laugh because, like, I was, was like six, seven, I mean, like seven, eight or nine. But I was taking in everything he was giving me. So I was like, yeah, that's yeah. Andre the giant's son and, you know, the whole nine. Mm. But, yeah, I mean. My dream match is uh, one of my dream matches is Mercedes Martinez versus Charlotte Flair. Unfortunately, we can get that, but I would have loved to see uh, Alundra Blaze and Charlotte Flair 
or Alundra Blaze and Bianca Belair. Hmm. Wow. Alundra Blaze, a throwback name, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I, I met her at this um, Legends convention in Philadelphia. Yeah. And um, <laughs> shout out to those wrestling girls. They was interviewing her. So as soon as they finished interviewing her, Chris DeBigo, no, Queen PR says, oh, by the way, this is Brian. He's doing it. He's shooting the interview with us. You was his favorite growing up. Then Chris DeBee goes, yeah, girl, you was his first crush ever. And I'm sitting there like, <laughs> just like, oh, come here, give me a hug. Yeah, just blowing your whole spot up. <laughs> yeah, so, so that was that was an amazing moment, a nice early Christmas gift. Right. What about Sting Undertaker? I, that never was an appeal to me. I never understood. Really? Yeah. You know, for me, I, get, I was thinking, I, was like, I guess everybody wants to see it because of the whole WCW versus NWO, but... It, 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 I just never like. I seen Sting versus. I mean, I seen Bret Hart versus Undertaker. Decent mm-hmm. match. Better when they were younger. That's the kind of match I feel like I would have gotten if I would have gotten their primes. But I like. I would have loved to seen it. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't right. a match that I feel like. Oh man, I really wish we would have got that. So WrestleMania 39 coming up in about a month or so. You'll be there, uh, courtesy of the Ringer. The card is shaping up to be what it is. So as of right now, we got Roman and Cody Rhodes for the world title. We have um, Bianca Belair against Asuka for the women's title. Mm -hmm. For the Raw women's title, we got Charlotte and Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown women's title. Mm -hmm. We got Brock and Omos. Which is uh, <laughs> a fantasy matchup Graham wanted to see. I'm lying, but he was like, "Don't! I better not see Omos and Brock." I said, "Yo, you might, you might." <laughs> we had to talk to Graham. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm excited about that match. Really? Yeah. So, what's the appeal for Brock and um, Omos? One for Omos, he gets the. This is another legend he's at, and I said this on the Masked Man with Dave last week. He's stacking his WrestleMania resume, mm-hmm. the New Day top group, Bobby Lashley, now Brock Lesnar. Brock, whether he does the favors as, you know, him getting pinned, getting DQ'd, or even just, you know, whether he does the favors or not, the fact that Omos is in the ring with Brock Lesnar, this is huge for him. And what he does with this moving forward, I know people are saying this feels like Undertaker versus A-Train and Big Show at WrestleMania uh, 19. Oh, boy. I don't think so. I think that Omos has a lot of potential and... I think at this point, Brock is working with those who he went to. Mm-hmm. So I think in the end, this will be good for um, Omos. And I think he's going to get a lesson. And it's going to be fun to watch him bump around with those suplexes. So in your mind, you think this is um, this is handpicked by Brock? I'm, I'm not sure about handpicked, but it's, it's, I mean, we know if he didn't want to do it, he wouldn't. You know what of I mean? Of course not. We saw what happened with Ambrose, <laughs> and you know, so I think in this match, you're gonna see, you know, it's really uh, Omos getting a rub. Win, lose, or draw, he's getting a rub by being in the ring. Yeah, and I think I think having MVP involved uh, kind of helps things out with the promos and and just mm-hmm. the promotion of it as, as a voice for Omos uh, will help that. So, also we have. That's really much it as far as official on paper. Uh, potential yeah. matchups could be Dominic and Rey Mysterio. The women's tag yeah. I mentioned with um, Lita, Becky, Ronda, and Shayna. Maybe there's an edge in Finn Balor. I'm, I'm hearing that they might do the, the demon 
Finn Balor. The, yeah, they did confirm Edge versus Finn Balor yesterday. Well, well Finn challenged him. Okay. Yeah. Um, pro- uh, more likely, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens against the Usos. Ugh, that's the match I don't want to see. Okay, so all right, this the last, this the last segment. So, <laughs> because you, I think you're the first one to say I'm not interested in that matchup, and I want to know your thoughts on this whole bloodline thing with Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. What should have happened at the chamber? They got a they got a rematch coming up in Toronto at at a fucking house show. So that that, that tells you, Sami Zayn is not is not going to be world champion or be involved in the match at Mania. Did you want Sami Zayn to win the the, the, the title at Chamber, or are you like, no, I'm I'm 100 all in for Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania? I'm not even all in on Cody Rhodes. Oh, I'm in, on Roman Reigns. I did not want Sami Zayn to win. Uh-huh. I thought, um, so I felt like I wanted them to make us cry more. Okay, I wanted them to take us for an emotional ride even further. But one of the things Dwayne brought up that made sense is. Had they taken us there, then we really would have gotten Cody. Like, we want, we don't want Cody. So it felt like they did a cool-off segment by throwing Kevin Owens in there. Mm-hmm. So it kind of slowed that down and made us shift yeah. more towards the tag titles. Now, what I would rather see is Sammy's still confused and Kevin Owens still confused and them have their match at WrestleMania. And then I wouldn't mind Usos having a match, not necessarily breaking up, but like, hey, we got to squash this beef and then shake hands afterwards. Um, I know a lot of people saying, they, you know, they believe Jay Uso should be the guy to take down Roman. I just want to see Roman hit a thousand days. And I know he would have to go into May to do that. But that's what I want to see. I'm, if Cody wins, I'll be happy. It'll be cool. Yeah. But I'm not ready to see the Tribal Chief uh, put the title down. Just oh, so you want Roman to be champion longer? Hey, I'm good with Roman being champion as long like as Roman is champion. <laughs> I am a Roman. Look, it's crazy because I ain't think this, but now he is getting to the point. All right, when if I redo my top 10, he might find his way at number like six or seven. All time. All time. <laughs> hmm. So who do you have there so far? All time. So. So so right now, number one is um number one is Brian Danielson. Number yeah. two is Hogan. Three is Brett. Um, four is The Rock. Five is Mr. Perfect. And how do I have oh, Stone I Cold is, is not even your top five? No. Nah, Shawn Michaels? Definitely not Shawn Michaels. Wow. Uh, I'm not a Shawn Michaels fan. <laughs> mm. Um Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Actually, yeah, Roman did move up. So I I I'd said the other day he would move past Actually, I'm wrong. Stone, so Stone Cold is number six. Okay. Roman is seven. Mm. Brian Pillman is eight. Okay. Trish Stratus is nine. John Cena is ten. Mm. But Roman is like almost right under the rock now. He he might be passing perfect. Mm. So what's gonna what's gonna what's gonna take Roman to get in, into your top five or top three? What when what's gotta happen? I mean, at this point, it's just he just got to keep going. It's just when I'm ready to move him up there. Let's keep going. Uh, so, for instance, right? I see you got the Laker hat on. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a Laker fan, by the way. Not. Uh, so I, I'm a so, throwback kind of fan. That's it. I feel you. I feel you. Um, so Kobe's my guy. Love but it. But when LeBron brought the championship mm-hmm. to LA, and considering everything else he did, it was time for me to admit, okay. He's the greatest basketball player I've ever seen. Mm. And yes, I've watched Michael Jordan. 
But when I say basketball player, I think Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant were the most um, electrifying and just the most ruthless. But as far as pound for pound basketball player, um, I think it's LeBron James. Like if you're building a perfect basketball player, like if you imagine LeBron James with their killer instinct, oh my gosh. Mm, exactly. You know? <laughs> you know, so based on my measurements, it, LeBron is my goal. Mm-hmm. And Roman, I mean, my goodness, if he passes Hogan, and still keep everybody interested, which he, he he's not, in my opinion, I don't think he's going to pass Hogan because we have to go like another year or two. But if he passes Hogan, he'll be the number one of all time for me. Because mm-hmm. you'll be able to, like, I've been, was when he came back at some SummerSlam, <clears throat> I was all in. I was like, oh, wow. This mm-hmm. is, this is amazing. And I'm like, from now, I'm, I'm in, I'm into him. And he hasn't, like, my interest hasn't dropped. And so that's that's how it is for me. My interest hasn't dropped at all. I'm just wondering before I let you go, how would they I wouldn't say get away, but how would they how would it look if they had Cody Rhodes win the rumble, mm-hmm. main event mania, still lose to Roman. Mm-hmm. Roman keeps on going as champion. And at, and the fans still not feel like, oh come on, man. Who uh, else, who else is out there? To beat yeah. Roman, he's beating he's beating everybody. If it ain't Cody, then then I don't know who it is. Well, see, the thing is, you you know, it's ways you if you establish in dominance, but you could also have him cheat to win. So therefore, Cody can get uh, his his get back. You he you have him cheat to win, but then Cody he doesn't get the automatic rematch. He doesn't get a rematch right away, but he has to fight his way back to the top. Mm-hmm. And then you put the sympathy behind Cody as well. Hmm. Okay. So maybe at best, if it, if it's not WrestleMania, at best, you say at least SummerSlam, Roman could still be champion. At least. I would love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Jay Uso might be the guy to take down Roman no, Reigns. He might be. You know, the last person who had me interested in their championship reign was Seth Rollins, the first one. Mm-hmm. When he lost, when he got hurt, to me he was such a great heel champion, and no matter what he did, it was always like I was hooked, and that's how Roman Reigns is. Yeah, I agree. Well, either way, we're gonna you know we're gonna find out at the same time. Either we're gonna be <laughs> shocked or disappointed together. That's how WrestleMania works. But um, I know in due time the WrestleMania card is gonna fill out uh more than just four matches as we stand today. Uh, very interested, interested to see which way they go uh, for 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 both nights. I think it could be a, a John Cena Austin Theory match in there somehow, some way. So I know that they're gonna fill up the card for two nights. But um, I do want to thank you, Brian H. Waters, uh, from the Ringer at Brian H. Waters on on all social media platforms. Producer for the Ringer podcast, Ringer Wrestling, and the Wrestling Realm. Um, enjoy WrestleMania, my guy. Thank you. And you're going both nights, right? Yeah. Wow. And I'll be out in LA probably sometime in the middle of the week getting content beforehand. Wally Mania will be there nice. doing the Mass Man show live. So, yeah, I'll be busy. Love it, man. Go out there, enjoy, have a good time. I know we'll catch up soon before you leave to, uh, for WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, de- definitely. All right, man. Take it easy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. Anytime.